Welcome back to the show. Well, British Columbia Premier David Eby appointed a new cabinet earlier today in a move many are saying is a blend of old and new faces since replacing former Premier John Horgan last month. Mr. Eby has quickly staked out health care, public safety, affordability and housing as his NDP government's priority issues. He's also announced more than a billion dollars in initiatives, including funding more police officers and health professionals, uh, providing income relief, electricity bill credits and forming the standalone uh, Ministry of Housing. He joined us now. Premier Eby, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Jess. Uh, what did it feel like? I'm just curious. Uh, you know, you got your colleagues, you had to pick a cabinet. What, what, I mean, this is the first time for you. Uh, what did that feel like, just having all these people and you got to choose who's going to be in the cabinet, who's not going to be in the cabinet? Uh, what was that like? Well, you know, it's, it's an incredibly difficult process, Jess. I mean, we've got just such a, a talented group of people who have been elected uh, representing the diversity of the province from all across the province, all kinds of experiences that they bring to the table. Uh, and uh, and it's, it was incredibly hard uh, to, uh, to make these decisions. Uh, but um, coming out of that process, that challenging process, where I met with all my colleagues and, and, uh, and went through that, um, I think we've got a team here that really, uh, when British Columbians look at it, the goal is that they're able to see themselves in this cabinet. They're able to see... Uh, the diversity of life experiences. They're able to see people coming from communities like theirs. Uh, they're able to make sure that they have their voices heard at that cabinet table. And I think that's what we've done. And this is a team that's driven and is going to deliver on their priorities. And, and I'm excited to uh, I'm excited that they've uh, said yes and they've taken on these challenges. Now, we spent a lot of time talking about these new faces already uh, in, on, uh, in this program. I want to talk a little bit about your managerial style. Your predecessor had a, a reputation of being hands-off when it came to uh, ministries and ministers. Can we expect the same from you, or are you going to play a bigger role in how policy is shaped in ministries? Well, what, what people are going to see from me is a real focus on the uh, issues that matter to them. And, and these are issues that cross over between multiple ministries. You know, the, even the issue of housing, you've got municipal affairs, you've got skills training, you've got the Ministry of Housing itself. Uh, the issue of health care, you've got uh, certainly issues of mental health and addiction, as well as the Ministry of Health, but also poverty reduction. And so there are so many different pieces uh, to these issues that we face in the province. So for the Premier's office, I see my role as assisting ministers and coordinating so that they're not in their own silos, uh, so that they're able to work together to deliver for British Columbians, and not just between themselves, but also with local government, with local community leaders, um, so that British Columbians see results. The the goal here is that um, uh, people see results that they can see and touch and feel in their communities. I don't think British Columbians expect us to solve all of these issues in the next two years. These are massive challenges. But they do expect to see things in their community to know we're pointed in the right direction. And that's my goal. And that's what I'll be working on with our cabinet and with my colleagues in government. I want to touch a little bit on diversity. And, and you know, I, my time as a reporter since the early 1990s and dating myself, of course, and to now. And you're seeing a greater diversity, of course, uh, in caucus and in cabinet as well. But sometimes ministries are not always equal. And what I mean by that, they're all very difficult to run. And I'll be the first one to admit that. But based on um, uh, the requirements of a certain ministry and the budgets, they, some ministries can be elevated. Uh, today, when I look at your sort of core, four core ministries, uh, your health minister, your solicitor general, you also have your attorney general, and you have the finance ministry. Both of those, f- those four ministries uh, have a high priority, take a lot of the budget. Was there a desire on your part 
to f- have gender parity. In this case, you do have two men, two women. You have a woman of color as well. Was there a desire, not just in your cabinet, but on those higher uh, profile ministries with bigger budgets, that there's a desire to have gender parity there as well? Yeah, I, I think it's important to think about the uh, life experiences that p- people bring to the table, uh, who they are, wh- uh, what their uh, life stories are, what their experience is. That's all critically important. And every single person I put into any position in this cabinet, I wouldn't have put them there if I didn't think they were going to knock the ball right out of the park. These are people with proven histories, regardless of where they came from or who they are as individuals, that are going to do an exceptional job. And, and part of the work of assembling a cabinet is making sure that people can see themselves in that cabinet. And that's uh, absolutely addressing issues of gender and diversity, uh, racial diversity and, uh, and uh, uh, disability and so on. But, but that, you know, that doesn't take away from uh, it only contributes to the ability of these folks to really uh, just nail it in these positions and delivering for British Columbians on their priorities. When you're talking about public safety, something so crucial for people, housing, having a decent roof overhead you can actually afford, uh, making sure our economy is sustainable. These are major issues that people want to see results on, and every single one of these ministers is going to be able to help deliver on that. Mm-hmm. Now, you said, uh, as I said, actually, in the introduction, that you've uh, announced more than a billion dollars in initiatives uh, from funding more police officers and health professionals to providing income relief and uh, electricity bill credits. That's about a billion that's spent. You have a $5.7 billion surplus. It could be higher with the contingency. How much of that will you spend before the end of March and how much of, if any, will go towards debt payment in your mind? Well, through, uh, through prudent decision-making, our government is in a good financial position. And, uh, and British Columbians uh, are looking at the economic headwinds uh, that we face globally. They're seeing rising costs at the, at the grocery checkout. Uh, they're seeing rising housing costs. Uh, and they're seeing serious challenges in community that we need to address. Uh, we are going to make sure that we're supporting British Columbians at this time when they need support. And there is no question that there are many British Columbians that need that support right now. Uh, And so delivering on those priorities for them, uh, thankfully, uh, through careful management over the last five years, uh, we're in a position to be able to do that. And we are going to do that. Uh, Government is about supporting people and addressing their priorities. uh, And that's what we're going to do. So over the next 12 weeks or so, a little bit more, we can expect more announcements that you say will help British Columbians uh, and you will be spending some of that $5.7 billion surplus that has been announced so far? Uh, So uh, I'm hearing from people about issues like uh, making sure that they can afford to pay the rent, making sure that they can afford to buy groceries, uh, making sure that they are not stuck in their cars in traffic jams, uh, that we're investing in infrastructure that's going to make our province go uh, that we're building at a time when uh, globally we see uh, rising interest rates, slowing down economies, that we're going to build the kind of economy that can weather those kinds of impacts. And uh, that's what these resources are for. These are public resources that are going to be deployed to make our province stronger. And uh, that's what British Columbians elected our government to do. And that's what we're going to do for them. Premier, uh, I know you've got a busy day. You've had a very busy day. We've run out of time. Look forward to having you on for a longer period uh, at a later date. If I don't speak to you, happy holidays to you and your family as well. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks, Jazz. Back at you. Have a great holiday. Um, uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to all your listeners if uh, if I'm not back on. But you know what? I have a feeling I might just be looking forward to that. $5.7 billion. I think you're going to be on again, my friend. Thank you so much for your time. (laughs) Okay, thanks, Jazz. Bye.